Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. By the way, guys, it occurs to me. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, 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 morning to you. To you. Happy morning to you. You know, we have our mock Happy draft coming up in a half hour or an hour, an hour from now. Today's picks will be made at 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, Jacksonville goes first. The caller is going to give us Jacksonville. Detroit goes next. Daniel Dopp is going to draft, is going to pick for Detroit. Houston Texans, caller. And then New York Jets' Alan Hahn. <clears throat> so the Jets are on the clock here on this show in an hour, and then tomorrow we're going to make four more picks, including two by the New York football Giants. If you are a Panthers fan and you want to make the pick for the Panthers tomorrow, you call now, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But it occurs to me, guys, the Jets and the Giants have some overlap in their needs, and they're drafting right around the same area in, in the top ten. They each have two picks. So uh, what's the worst-case scenario for Giants fans or Jets fans, right? You get Because they're talking about also maybe trade, Jets trade up into the first round to also grab Linderbaum. The Giants may trade back so they can get, get three picks in the first round maybe or add one next year. For me as a Giants fan, I could tell you, Key, if the Jets wind up with an offensive lineman or two and, and let's say Sauce or someone who could make a difference in the defense – and the Giants wind up with the second-best offensive lineman, or the Jets grab Linderbaum with a third first-round pick, it's going to hurt me as a Giants fan. Yeah, I mean, if the Jets did all that, and it, as Mel said, and they got what he laid out in his mock draft, that's a pretty good draft for the Jets. I think that would be a pretty good draft for the Jets. But I think, I think that the Giants, though, with Joe Shane, certainly his – pedigree where he came from in Buffalo hanging around Brandon Bean understanding what it's like to be a general manager as an assistant general manager and scouting a lot of the players that are on those Bills teams now I think you're in good hands as a Giant fan who, who, I really do if you saw the Jets uh, the Jets take who as a Giants fan well, who would it, where would it hurt what like what pick would we make because for me it is if the Jets take a th- somehow wind up drafting three times in the first and grab Linderbaum it's going it, to hurt me. For me it's Thibodeau as a Jets fan. It's Thibodeau. If the Giants get Thibodeau I'd be upset and if the Giants got like Gardner I'd be upset. The the thing I don't have to worry about like I remember 2013 I, the guy I wanted was Odell Beckham Jr. for the Jets and then the Giants took him and he was a star in New York for the Giants. I don't know that I have to worry about that this year with the wide receivers because I don't think the Giants are drafting one. But if the Giants were in play, it would be so you know it'd be like a Chris Olave or a Garrett Wilson. I'd be worried about because of what happened with Beckham. They might be dressed hard to say what they're going to do. I'll, I'll say this: Thibodeau, <laughs> Keys, talk me off Thibodeau. You can take Thibodeau. I'm good. If the Jets yeah, draft Thibodeau, I'm good. Yeah, he's talked me into it. He's talked you into it. Well, he's talking one of us out of it, one of us into it. Key, okay, what are you doing? Uh, hey, man, I, all yeah, I did talking. is give the information on what I thought he was as a player. Now, if you want a guy who you got to put a little work in to get the 
to play a little bit, then that's on you, Evan. I'm Keith, just Keith, telling you, you what I think. Keith, do you really think he's going to be one of those guys that just feels like there's talent there, but it's always going to be untapped potential that was never met because of his unwillingness to get himself there? Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. Um, you know what people actually want to talk about? I was going to say, hey, 88 ESPN, what would make you nervous? Giants fans, but people want to talk about the Russell Wilson NBA comp, right? Russell Wilson, his offensive lineman now in Bronco, in Denver is saying, he reminds me of Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or LeBron James. He's talking about mentality. I get it. But I'm thinking as a player, I said more like Tony Parker. Great player, Hall of Famer, on a champion, but to me never in the discussion for best in the game. My Duke backcourt mate, national champion, Chris Duhon, texted me and said, Tim Hardaway. Hardaway. Tim was, Hardaway, Hardaway was a great player for a while. Great that, player. That's a good one, C-Do. I got, Tim Hardaway, man, was nasty. He was he doing his thing. He won a champion at, at when he was in his prime. You know what I mean? I hear you, but I mean, still. I mean, I'm not saying like, really. I mean, you keep saying that, Max. I get it. But that was all about that defense, man. Okay. But, you know. He, he was he, on the team, and he handed the ball off. I get it. No, he made but, third down plays when he had to. Come on, know, he did the thing I you talk it. about. I'm saying like Tim Hardaway was like a he was an elite guard. Mm-hmm. It just never felt like it was. I mean, he was an elite guard, but it never felt like he was that next level. It did to Run me though. Run TMC. When he was, when yeah, he was, TMC. Yeah, you're when right. he was in his prime, I, I wanted the Knicks yeah, to get Tim yeah, Hardaway yeah, so yeah, bad, right. but they wound up with Chris Childs because that's what it is to be a Knicks fan. Yeah. Derek Chris in Childs. Indiana, <laughs> who you got? Um, I'm gonna go with um, Brandon Roy. Just off an impact perspective. Yeah, but you know what though? See, Brent, dude, it. The, I guess the one concern I would have about that, and I, I like what it looks like on paper, but I always wonder what Brandon Roy would have been like if he had never gotten hurt, man. Like he would have been the truth, and I just, I, I think his ceiling is a lot higher than what the ceiling for Russ is. I think you got to. I don't know. Like I think you got to be a top five player at your position for years, as Russell Wilson was, in my opinion, and a champion. Like, Russell Wilson did those things. Whatever you want to discount, Key, you always talk about hand the ball, but then. He was top five at his position what? for years. He, wa- he wasn't? Who was? There was Brady and Peyton, and then Brady and Rodgers. Then there was also Drew Brees there, and for a while, Roethlisberger. And Russell was absolutely in there. Who else was, was ahead of him back then? Man, you got. I'm, I'm thinking you got Brady, yeah. Rodgers. Yeah, Peyton. Uh, but Matt oh, Ryan was there. Year, Matt year, Ryan year was there. there for no. Nah, Matt Ryan was there for a long time. I man. would not have taken Matt Ryan over Russell Wilson. Matt Ryan went to the Super Bowl and won MVP. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson hadn't even got a vote. I mean, I mean, look, they, he hasn't gotten a vote. They ever. came in. They came in with a certain offense, great receivers. Matt Ryan was throwing it a lot, and he won MVP, and he was excellent, no doubt about it. He didn't win the Super Bowl. Russell Drew Brees. Okay, Drew Brees. Yeah. I think of Russell Wilson as comparable Yo, to Brees, Rivers? tell you the truth. Value at quarterback overall? V- Philip yeah. Rivers was there for a long time? Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say he's ahead no. of Russell Big Wilson. Ben, Big Ben was there for a long time? That, now, to me, that those are comps. Ben Roethlisberger and, and who else did I just say? Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Brees. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. To me, that's they're in the same bucket, Key. Hmm. So like I, I, yeah, I don't know. Drew 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 did a lot more with the football in his career than Russ did, and maybe that was because of the system. Mm-hmm. But the the accuracy and everything is just ridiculous. Different kinds of players, but I don't know. Yeah. They, they seem to have a similar effect on the fortunes of their teams. Steve Nash, 
Steve Nash is a good one, but Steve he won. Nash. He won Nash multiple MVPs. MVP like three times ah, well, we can we can really talk about those MVPs that Steve Nash. Won. But Na- I, Nash I love is Steve Nash, my guy. But like LeBron Nash James is more a like, way better year. Nash is more like to me uh, Drew Brees, where he was in the right. He was excellent and in the right situation. Right. Okay. Tom in Texas, who who you got? Kevin Garnett, 100%. Both those guys are respectable leaders. Uh, Garnett's ahead of Russell. Champions. And, well, I twin. I couldn't think of a better comparison. But Garnett is – okay, Tim Duncan's the greatest power forward of all time. No one – Garnett has as good an argument as anyone for second greatest power forward who ever lived. Like, it's tough to say a guy's second at his, ever at his position. He's a champion just like Russell. Russell Wilson, there's no argument that he's the second greatest quarterback who ever lived. <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, Evan keeps going back to Paul Pierce, which is kind of feeling like Paul Pierce is starting to make a lot of sense right now. Paul Pierce is a good one. You know, champion. so funny, Paul Pierce would still take this as a slight, though. <laughs> you said it, I didn't. Paul, well, you know, Paul, Paul would die. That's why we love Paul, though. Paul like, man, don't call me Russell Wilson. Paul Pierce is a great player, but you don't consider him the greatest small forward ever, right? No. There's, and there's, I don't consider Russell Wilson the greatest. Exa- that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why saying, it's yeah. a better comparison. Like, Kevin Garnett has an argument he's the best ever, well, other than Duncan. He's the second best ever at his position. You could say him or, or you know, Barkley or Malone or Nowitzki or McHale or, like, there are a bunch of guys, yeah, but I'd say Garnett has as good an argument as anyone at, at the five. At the yeah, because I think at the uh, – what you other say, Evan? Duncan. Evan, say it, say, it, say it to everybody, Evan. What you say? I mean, little, Paul little Pierce. Poop. Paul Pierce poop. had a little poop action poop. in the poop, 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 in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Russell Wilson end of the Super Bowl. Oh, I mean, geez. you can't prove it, but I saw the pass. <laughs> so you think about the small four position: LeBron number James, two. Larry Bird, number two. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James, Larry Bird, Scottie Pippen, Julius Irving, KD, Elgin Baylor, yeah, Dominic yeah, Wilkins. On, so like there. James Worthy. So like, but Paul Pierce is like kind of key. That's starting to make sense to me, though. You think about like the elite y'all. Elite I, elite? I think I think Dominique is a good I one. I think Paul. I think highly of Paul, so I, I'm going to stand out of this one because y'all, I mean, I know y'all not doing it, but we're y'all about, doing it. We're talking about great and, players. And not really giving him his due like that. See, I think of point guard. When I think of I think of a, or Paul a primary Pierce, ball Pierce, handler. Actually, Jay, Jackson, you know, man. I know. Paul I know, Pierce was ridiculous, it. I know. That's man. why I said it off Everybody the bat. be sitting around trying to slight Paul because Paul done said some wild stuff and, and I'm better than this guy and that. He done said some wild stuff, but in all honesty – Man, Paul All-Star Pierce is one of the coldest All-Star, dudes going. All star every real talk, year. Real talk. And, you know, Paul champion. Pierce got the livest IG videos of any small forward of all time. <laughs> livest IG videos. Livest IG videos. Dennis in Delaware, who's the comp to Russell Wilson in the NBA? Because I don't think it's Magic or or Mike. Uh, sorry, Michael or or Kobe or LeBron. Who is no. it? Guys, I got it. No need to take any more calls. It is Ray Allen. Both. Both players are married to beautiful actresses and singers, but they went about their business with style and grace. It's Ray Allen. That's the perfect comp for Russell Wilson. Now, Russell Wilson does not have the mentality of LeBron, Kobe, or Jordan because in that Super Bowl, he would have called that audible quarterback drawer and plowed it in himself. But I think, uh, yeah, Ray Allen, I mean, big shots for Miami. Big shots for Boston. Just a great, great player. What do you guys think? I think Ray Allen has a specialized like. I, I think more yeah. like Drew Brees. When I think of a a, a sharpshooter, I think of an accurate quarterback, right? 
I, I think of Russell Wilson Russ as is, a dynamic. Russ is accurate. He's though. accurate, but he's not like Drew Brees accurate. He's a dynamic all-around player. He can run. He can throw. He can lead. He's a champion. But he when you, but he didn't. He wasn't quite the top guy. But he was in that conversation in the first bucket at least, right? Yeah. I, I think of a. I don't can know, I go I, back to Mark Jackson? Mark Jackson was never considered what Russell Wilson is considered in terms of the level of uh, – and I love Mark Jackson. I remember his rookie season, but come on. I don't know. <laughs> Max Where's Monica? Ready. Monica, help us out with this one. Max is like, ah, he was never ah, – No, on. listen, if Mark Jackson was Russell Wilson, then he never would have not been a Nick, right? They would have made sure to keep him because they, they had him with Patrick Ewan. <clears throat> Russell Wilson, you guys are. I think you guys are sleeping on Russell Wilson, and I like my Tony Parker comp. Tony Parker was a great player. He was a champion. He was no, never not, in the conversation for best in the league, but he's a perennial All Star type player. No, I'm not. I'm not sleeping on Russell Wilson. I, Russell Wilson is a very good quarterback. The only thing that that I look at is when he did it, how he did it, and who was there when he did it. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. I understand he went to two Super Bowls. I get that, but. Was those Super Bowls about him, or was it about that defense? But he, but that's the thing that you always say, Key. Like, hey, this is what you have to do to win a Super Bowl. You know, yeah, nice he and did, easy. He don't did, make mistakes. Did, be big he, on third as down. a quarterback. Yeah. He did what he was supposed to do. But it's you. You are crediting too much of the Super Bowl to Russell Wilson. I think mm-hmm. from a media standpoint, that is what it's like. He went to two Super Bowls. He did the Super Bowls. It's almost like the Tim Tebow won two. National championships, when we clearly know Chris Leak had something to do with one of them. Yeah, I'm going to go and say Chauncey Billups is probably the best comp. I think Chauncey Billups is the best one. I like Tony Parker. You like Chauncey Billups. Of course you're going to like Tony Parker. You came up with it. He's also (laughs) shorter, (laughs) quick, you know. Let's get back to the NBA playoffs, which uh, is this week's hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seat Rewards is your tickets to more tickets. Is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Tyrese Maxey got going again after 38 in game one. Maxey gets 23. Maxey stepped right, then left, launches the three, and got it. Cook it, Tyrese Maxey. This is his quarter. I think it's just going to get even more physical as the games go on. You know, um, a team that's seen each other, I don't know how many times. We've got to uh, survive some of the physicality. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel Lady. Who is the best NBA comp for Russell Wilson? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst with us now. What's going on, Monica? Good morning, fellas. Happy to be here. What up, Mon? Hey, Jay. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you think about what you've seen from the Sixers so far in, in these playoffs two games in? Um, Sixers defense looks phenomenal. Tyrese Maxey capitalizing on the moment. Joel and B continues to put on um, MVP level performance, um, but let's see what happens when they run into a team that's healthy and plays defense, like the Miami Heat. Well, you know, maybe Jay. That's mm. what I'm thinking. Do you think people are overlooking the Miami Heat? Because we were talking about them before, and we were saying, "Hey, what's the biggest matchup?" And I know people naturally go to Giannis and Milwaukee. I'm like, hold on, man. Milwaukee has to go through Boston first. If Boston's able to get by Brooklyn, right. we'll see how that series pans out. But have we been overlooking the Miami Heat the whole year? Nobody's talked about them. I know I haven't to the degree Miami Heat fans want me to. 
Um, you, first of all, Heat he fans are very rarely pleased unless you have them winning at all. So mm. there's that. Okay. Um, I do think they've been a little bit overlooked, and rightfully so, right? You think back to December, January, Jimmy Butler does the ankle thing. Like, he's in and out. Bam was out, missed the amount of time. If you weren't, like, closely paying attention, do you know who Max Struess was if you didn't follow DePaul basketball? Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, the kid Vincent, whose last name I'm blanking on, like, they have these pieces that people did not know. And so if you are not a part of Heat culture, there was no name recognition, and the two guys that are the headliners missed time at intermittent spots. I mean, I look at a guy like Vic Oladipo who's starting to get healthy, and what small difference could he potentially make? Mm. So I would say, yeah, people are overlooking the Heat. I personally, and I'll admit, if you'd asked me my three finalists on Coach of the Year, I had an email where Eric went. And mm. so, that t- I mean, we talk about the conversation of overlooking. I mean, look at how the Celtics run, like a well-oiled machine. That's coaching. <gasps> Monica. Yeah, I think. What's up, Key? You know, What's I'm, I'm going to boycott the show when you're not here in person so that I can bother you. I'm here. I'm live. See me? Hey. Oh. Um, when you look at the teams in the, in the East, who should the Sixers, I don't know, I don't want to say worried about, but who should the Sixers watch out for? Um... Well, obviously Milwaukee if they get there. But before that, Miami. Like, I, you you got Tyrese Maxey averaging 30 points the rest of the playoffs? Because if he's not doing 20 that, something. who's next? Oh, 20-something. Okay, 20 even something. 21 is different from 30. Like, he's averaging, like, literally 30 tick, tick right that, now. Tick that 20 up a little bit. Do you, are you convinced of that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Maxi is the truth. I, I think you got to look at how he's gotten his baskets, mm-hmm. and in particular last night in transition. Mm-hmm. Don't know if those can opportunities shoot it. exist as he much. He can shoot versus- it. He can blow by guys. He takes care of the ball. Max, you heard what I said? In transition. <laughs> that's okay. But he can shoot it. 15 in transition. But that's okay. He can, but that, that's why I'm saying you could say in transition, but he can also shoot the ball you. in a half court, right? And everybody on this set. Everybody that watches basketball knows that it's a much harder day at the office to come down and use a shot clock. Are you saying you don't believe it, that he can do it? He's not going to keep averaging 30, no. No, no, no. That he can hit those kind of shots if it's not in transition. Not at that clip, no. Here's what I worry about with Miami. See, Miami slows the pace down defensively, and they dig into scouting report. Uh Uh-huh. Like, they are excellent at digging into scouting report. So all the things that you can't do – that, that's what we don't talk about with playoff basketball. You end up winning playoff games by being great at the things you can't do because teams force you to do things you don't want to do. Now, to that end, where the Sixers have an advantage to me is Miami is subject to stagnant yes. offensive moments, right? And as we talk about Tyrese, I think people got to acknowledge both sides of the basketball, his energy. Matisse Thibel is the guy that folks point out as their defensive stopper, and rightfully so, sure. Hasn't played a ton in this series, won't be available in Toronto. But if Tyrese continues to play defense, and overall the Sixers are playing defense as connected as we've seen, like what's Miami's offensive isn't it, counter? Isn't it really that that side of the bracket, like the other side of the bracket, you have Brooklyn with KD and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You got Milwaukee with Giannis. You got the Celtics with Tatum. <laughs> so you not only have, not in Brooklyn's case, but the other two cases, teams, Yeah. right? And not only are they teams and they play defense and all that, but then they got superstars. Miami ain't got a guy like that. Oh, Max. Uh, I think Jimmy Butler would take umbrage to that. But would you? I I mean. Is Jimmy Butler, Giannis, or Embiid, or KD, or Tatum? He was an all-star like those guys. (laughs) 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 He's an excellent player. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, but I feel you. And, And again, like, even if you wanted to put him in that same class, when you just look at the offensive firepower that we have seen, available consistency, no, Miami does not have that. Can I Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Um, 
Monica, when you, I'm sure you've been asked this question a bunch, right, the last couple of days or whatever, Kyrie's incident that went on up in Boston, a few, you know, few hands, few fingers, got the wandering around. <laughs> what did you, uh, what did you make of that with that fan base? Honestly, Key and y'all, I was so glad I was not on TV on Monday because I texted a friend like I'm walking off every show that asks me about that. Because are we really going to talk about that after that basketball game? Thank you. Like, come on. Key, I know you snuck some little comments into fans back in your day, so give me a break. Like, all right, he's fine, cool. Like, we know the history between Kyrie and Boston. Like, dude, be better, but also, it's the playoffs. So here's a response I got from people on social media. I don't feel bad for these guys. They get paid millions of dollars. They deserve the heat. I'm like, all right, cool. Take the heat back. Yeah, exactly. Take the heat back. Like, if you're if you're coming at that the athlete that way, then – don't mind the athlete giving you the heat back. 100%. Shout out to my boo who pointed out, he's like, if you're on the lower bowl, like and close enough to talk to Kyrie, nobody's crying for you in terms of like being exactly. able to afford those tickets. Other, like, That's a good point. There's another point to be made because I'm just exploring this from different points of view. Here's another one. Well, role model. But there may be something, too. One of the things you'd like young people to know is don't take abuse without standing up for yourself. Now, even if you don't think that's the best way to stand up for yourself because right. it's visible, everyone can see it, he's still like, wait, I'm not just going to take your abuse. Yeah. And the uh, counter to that, though, Max, and we've seen it a ham- maybe not a handful of times. I can think of more than once. If he was really feeling attacked in an inappropriate way, the NBA is ex- escorting fans out. So, like, what y'all want? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to handle it my way or I'm going to get these people kicked out. Like, you want to yeah, do that, probably Betty? Would. Me personally, I probably would have turned around and pointed down. <laughs> like, goodbye. Embarrassed the whole dudes. Like, all these people in this section, they need to go. <laughs> Bye. See you later. <laughs> Monica McNutt, ladies and gentlemen, will be back with us at 9.30 to talk about a younger, potentially more mm. dangerous version of Steph Curry. Is mm. there such a thing? That's Monica McNutt giving you the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Seeing a little bit, Monica. One NFL team is paying all the right players, but will it pay off with a Super Bowl? That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Key, you know, like, you really want to know how a league values different positions and stuff? Just see who, look who's getting paid, right? Like, let's face it, hard cap league. Overpay your running back. That's a defensive end you can't pay, right? All that kind of stuff. The Browns. 
backed up the Brinks truck for Deshaun Watson. Everyone knows the quarterback, but key, 230 guaranteed, right? They, they locked up Miles Garrett, a beast off the edge. Then their former number one overall pick. They traded for Amari uh, Cooper, and they're going to rework his deal, right? And they lock up Denzel Ward, five years, 71 and a quarter guaranteed. They're, they're, they're targeting the premier positions and paying them, Key. Well, they, what they're doing is they're paying the guys that they believe could help them over the next, call it five, six, seven seasons, that'll take them to where they want to go. Denzel Ward certainly deserves every bit that he's getting along with Miles Garrett. And you say they don't, you know, the running backs, you can't overpay a running back. Some clubs think you can't pay a running back. Do they win Super Bowls, though? Well, I mean, look, it, it. Emmitt Smith won Super Bowls. Okay? But yes, back point, in the day. Listen, I key, can just point to that. Key, you know? Back in the day, of course, running back was a premier position. But I, but I also understand, you know, the running back spot. But when you look at the free agency market, running backs still kind of get their money. They don't get the crazy amounts of money. Only Zeke Elliott got a little bit. Todd Gurley got a little bit, went to a Super Bowl, been out the league for the most part since then. When you look at what Cleveland's been able to do, though, their foundation is intact. When you got Nick Chubb, and now you got Amari Cooper via trade, and you bring in Deshaun Watson via trade, and we know what you have, Peoples Jones at the young receiver position, then you flip to the defensive side of the ball. That defense somewhat underachieved last year, but Denzel Ward still had a pretty good year for a young cornerback. You, those guys are at a premium. That's why he was selected at the top of the draft when he came out of Ohio State. So he got it all. I mean, he's supposed to get his money. He got it for sure at 24 years old. The Browns show a lot of signs of turning around the organization in terms of, like, Key, you can say what you want about running backs, and to me it's unfortunate because they're so interchangeable that they should be paid separate. There should be a special section of the CBA to pay these dudes, right? They work hard, they get hit a lot, and they have value. But the te- the teams that draft them way up high – and then pay them, live to regret it. The teams that draft receivers up high and pay them, it's not that you can't find a great receiver in the second round. You can, obviously. There are a lot of them. But, like, that makes sense to me. You're going to pay the receiver, it makes sense. You're going to pay the defensive end who really makes a difference. Yup, I get it. The quarter or the shutdown corner. Like, when I see teams overpaying a safety, I'm like, okay, all right, he better be a special kind of safety, right? But when you $70 million guaranteed to a corner who's real good, I get it. It makes sense. It seems like they're making wise decisions in Cleveland now. Well, you got to have a shutdown corner to go, go against a dominant wide receiver. If you right. got a duck out there at the cornerback spot, we're going to shoot him down. And we, we're looking for that dude right there. Um, so I think when you look at the way that the league is made up, you know, everybody, oh, it's a hard salary cap, hard salary cap. No, it's not. They can do what they need to do how they need to do it, and they can move it around how they want to move it around. That's why you continuously see teams constantly paying players. No doubt, but key, when you say move it around, they could right, they have to choose the guys they're going to pay. And then the other guys, if you're just the guy, that's where they have wiggle room. Well, we don't need to pay him. We get a guy to do what he does, right? And, and what I'm saying is when I look at Cleveland, they've identified, but you know what? Here are positions where we can't have just a guy. We can't have just a guy at quarter. We can't at quarterback. We can't have just a guy, at, you know, on our offensive line. We can't have just a guy at wideout or corner or defensive end. That's where we're going to concentrate our resources. In other words, they're making. They seem to be 
focusing that in the right. For example, Jamal Adams, I thought, was a terrific player. He had a high floor even coming out of the draft. Seattle spent two firsts on a safety. Right away you go, uh, two firsts on a safety. I don't know. I don't know. But you got to remember, though, the philosophy in Seattle is the safeties are the anchor of the defense. So for them, it works. For other teams, it doesn't work. They had guys like um, Cam Chancellor that they hit big on and won mm-hmm. a Super Bowl went to another. Earl Thomas won a Super Bowl went to another. They value the safety position in Seattle. So, Do you think that's changing, though, Key? Do you think that the league has changed in the last six, seven, eight years to the point where that ain't going to work so much anymore? I mean, because no, it didn't work for Kyle them with Hamilton. Jamal Adams. That's why Kyle, Kyle Hamilton, kid out of Notre Dame, is in the top five uh, potential prospects in this year's great draft. Example. That's a great example. I think, like I said, at safety, if someone is special, I think what they like about Hamilton is if you but have – But Jamal Adams is special. He just got to stay healthy, and he can't cover that well. Well, that's right. But he's a yeah. special player. His, his, no question his about it. He can blitz off the problem. edge. He can blitz off the edge. He can blow up the run game. I mean, he's a special football player for what Seattle's looking for. But they're, but what I mean special, like Kyle Hamilton, they're like, he can cover. And and main thing is he can take out a special tight end. You know, like he, you can put him on a, on a real special tight end. <laughs> And, and and kind of nullify that a bit, uh, you know, mitigate the damage that guy can do. And, and and that's why you see a safety shoot up draft boards nowadays. Do you think let me ask, do you think that the league has changed appreciably since Seattle won its Super Bowl? It seems to me there has been even more of an emphasis on the quarterback, and from the emphasis on the quarterback comes more of an emphasis on the offensive line, the defensive end, the wide out, the corner. Right, Buda everything Baker, in the passing Buda game. Baker from the Arizona Cardinals is a you-know-what mm-hmm. of a player. And the Arizona Cardinals backed up the truck for him last year. There are players that can play at a high level that fit what people are looking for at the safety spot. So just because Jamal Adams didn't really necessarily light it up with the Seattle uh, Seahawks right away doesn't mean next year, this season coming up or the year after – he won't go back to all pro form. But let's put it, I, let's put it this way. I don't want to discount uh-huh. the safety position. The Dallas Cowboys have been looking for a safety for the past 10 years. Can't find one. Been looking 10 years. But put it this way. If you had highest paid positions in the NFL, there's a hierarchy, right? Yes. Okay, look, I'm yes. going to go to it right now. Actually, that's highest paid players by position. No, highest it's paid players. By, it right, it's going to be quarter tackle, first. Defensive end, corner. Why yeah, more or less, more or less, right? It's all those. It's quarterback, edge rusher, wide out, offensive lineman. Yeah. Right? And, and then a corner because it's all that stuff. And then to get to a safety, you go down the list, obviously running back farther down the list. And when I look at the Browns, it's not that, like, if you have a special player at any position, you're going to pay him, right? But when I look at the Browns, their, their resources are focused where, they, where you would draw it up. Well, it's their own guy. They drafted him. Out of Ohio State, I think, with the fourth pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. He developed into a fine, nice player for them, and they decided that they were going to pay him and keep him, which makes all the sense in the world. Do you have confidence in the Browns now, seeing what they did, who they have at quarterback right now, the current regime of the Browns? Do you have confidence that they could get the whole thing done in the not-too-distant future? I do. I have a lot of confidence mm-hmm. in that because they got all the right pieces in play. 
Yeah, it does seem like, and and they got they're in a, a, a you know brutal division, probably one of the two or three best in the game. But it does feel like that's where they're heading. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Everyone's doing their NBA awards, Key, and we're no different. I mean, maybe we are. But uh, you wait. Just wait. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Key, I see uh, Sean McVay, Super Bowl winning coach, uh, is in your neck of the woods nowadays. Man, he spent a pretty penny for that nice house that he just purchased, him and his uh, soon-to-be wife. Um, what was it, yeah, like 12 he, million it was said? No, it was, I think it was 14. 14 million, excuse me. 14 million dollars. That's what happens when you win a Super Bowl. You can now move into Hidden Hills and be with amongst all the celebrities. It's got to be, I mean, it's got to be 100 celebrities living in that neighborhood, man. So, so you, I, crazy. You like the house, the barn style, whatever that I is, do. the modern farmhouse? Yeah, that's, that's it me. It looked real good. That's it me. It looked real good. That's you, Jay? Yeah, the, the barn style house, though, with the... The wood and the you are, Mary, you always ask that question, Key. Hey, Jay, you got wood floors? Oh, he got wood floors and those. I like those modern farm style kitchens. They look cool, but I don't know if that, that like Lincoln Riley got it. Cliff Kingsbury in the draft. That was dope to me, Key. That 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 house was so clean. Yeah, but I think I think he, I think Sean got him on the house. Well, I mean, for this one is in Arizona, one's in Hidden Hills. Yeah. Come on, one's in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not even talking about geographically. I'm just talking about the style of the house. I don't know, man. Cliff, that... Cliff showed the big screen TV yeah. and I modern mean, big fireplace, TV and the modern know, fireplace, clean lines, leather cops. That was cool with the backdrop in Arizona. You got a very fireplace single. all outside. I felt that very, very single. Yeah, I, very I'm a single man. House. Yeah, living my life, Iron Man. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, not the life of a married man. He had a fireplace on in the daytime. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. he doing hot things in that house. Uh, outside though, the outside. other thing. The other thing is, uh, it's you know in Arizona, that's a fresh house. That might be in the three to four range. That's a little bit different than L.A. Fourteen. Yeah, you can pick that up for a hundred grand in L.A. Oh, um, it, it's it's one of those deals where Sean, that house to Sean, brand new. Backed up, decided to get it. He didn't live too far from there. The Rams are building a new facility right around the corner from uh, the neighborhood, too. They're building their whole, I guess they're going to call it Rams Park or something. Um, you're both on You're both on uh, Coach's house over Kingsbury, huh? And and, and then, but hold mm-hmm. on, though. Don't count Lincoln Riley out, out in Powell's Verdes. He spent a pretty pity on his, too. I can't think of it mm. offhand. Overlooking the ocean. Uh-oh. So... They got those crazy places. If you ever look up real estate in Palos Verdes, let me see. I'm looking at Lincoln Riley's place now. Oh, yeah, it's fresh. 
Oh, 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 oh Lincoln fresh. Riley, pardon me. It's extra fresh. Is this this one? Wait. No, that's it's 17.2 according to this right here. Wait, that can't be right. Is that right? Maybe it is. <laughs> All right, Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN. Let's Radio, look up your house. Sirius XM Channel 80. <laughs> okay. We'll be back in 10 seconds. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Oh, Alan Yates. Boy, opinionated about all kinds of basketball stuff, especially. By the way, before we get into this quick breakdown, if you guys could only hear, I'm talking about if you're in your car, viewers at home, some of the arguments that Alan Yates gets into with all three of us, in particular you, Max, it's pretty entertaining to listen to. Don't say anything about a sixer in Alan Yates' presence. Or Jokic. Yeah, Jokic. That's his. That's his. That's his sore spot. Alan Yates, huge fan of Jokic. Being great this guy. player. Yeah, great player. MVP. Lock it in. So Marcus Smart wins uh, Defensive uh. Player of the Year. Everybody's going to give their positive awards. So uh, maybe Yates, you're not giving your positive awards, are you? Nah, 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 nah. So this is the least favorite award. So like right. they're the NBA blank awards. We can't mm-hmm. really call them what we want to call them, but um, so like worst coach of the season. I think Max will like this. I got Tom Thibodeau. It's a good one. Ooh, worst yeah. coach of the season. Worst coach of the season. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. okay. Least improved player. We're going to stay in New York. We're least go. improved. <laughs> the worst coach and the least improved player yes. on the same team. Yes. Same team. Damn. It's a trend. Julius Randle. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah. The yeah least improved. Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he was great last year. Most improved. That's one way to discussion. put it. Least, least improved. improved. Yes. That's yes. vicious. And then we also have the worst defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. We okay. love this guy. Cute player, but eh, uh, Trey Young can't guard nobody. Oh, there you uh, go. Using Key- Keyshawn Johnson terminology. Yeah, a little cute. Described cute little him guy. as Kyler Murray. Cute little point guard, Trey Young. For you, Jay, worst shooter of the year. Okay. Like, to me, like if you're a shooter, you got to knock them joints down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny Does Green Simmons qualify? Oh, okay. Well, you gotta you gotta have like a lot of Danny minutes. Green's missing shots like that. Danny Green no. ain't hitting them yeah, joints. He not. had 11 points last night. That's cool, but he don't he hit them. I don't. Me. I don't think of Danny Worst Green as missing all the year? shots this of the year. Of the man the, misses hmm. wide open corner threes. It's not like he's in Toronto no more. What's it Danny? I'm me. looking this one up. Do that it. can't be right. Danny, Danny Green is shooting 27 percent from the field. And it should be yeah, 21% from the three-point line. Damn! No, wait yeah. a minute. In the play, hold on. I have oh, Danny Green for 20? the year. This is for the year. This is not for the for playoffs. For the year, Max. not for the playoffs. For the year. This is for the year. 21% from the three-point line. 
No, I'm I'm looking at 38% from the three-point line. Not enough. He's a wide He's it's a shooter. 38%. What are you talking about? He's a shooter, about? man. He's supposed to knock it down. Look, three and D are you guys, looking at, I'm looking at basketball, basketball reference. Go to, go, no, go to ESPN.com. <laughs> Use our own tools, damn it. Hold on. Basketball reference not going to get it wrong. Hold on. Yates, keep going, man. Aside from that, flopper of the year, Jay. Yep. It's Chris Paul. Like, I love him. I know he's the point guard. He's having a renaissance and all that. But the man flops like he's a, he's a soccer guy. All right. So, th- the only one I might contest, and I know he got defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart takes some. No? Yeah, he does. But I don't want to raid on his parade. Okay. You know, it's it's his day. He's a defensive player of the year. We're going to give him But CP3 going to get that call, though. That's Jay, all that matters. What are you matter. looking on Danny Green? What are you talking about? I'm looking at his regular season this stats. Still on ESPN.com, 38% from three. Well, how about this one, 21 Max? minutes a game. How about 38% this one, from Least three. Least valuable yeah. player for your beloved Denver Nuggets, Aaron Gordon. Least valuable? He's the second Least best player valuable. on the team. Is he? Can, can we tell that? <laughs> I, I Do we think. Know that? I don't think of Aaron Gordon being awful right now. Hold on, I don't let me think see. Of him as being yeah. great either. Well, when you name Denver, the uh, only thing you keep saying is the Joker, the Joker, the Joker. Who else does he have? Those are ah, you're, not, uh. you're looking at his splits. This is a split for some reason on his three-point percentage, but that's not. You went not... back to that. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's still on it. It's cool. Still, like I just want to give a quick shout out for the uh, for the inspiration. Mevy Bear on Twitter had this out, and her list was pretty solid as well. But this postseason, we're gonna switch it up. And you know, like I said, Max, I'm sorry. I, the, the numbers can say one thing, but Danny Green, if you're a shooter, you gotta knock them joints down. But he's always been streaky. Well, I was looking at postseason yeah. during the two yeah. games. Yeah. I feel like that's the problem. If you're a great shooter, he needs streak. touch. Danny Green's one of them dudes who needs touches. Right? I'm not worried okay. about Danny Green getting touches. Okay, but he is shooting thirty eight percent from three. I'm worried about Joel Embiid. I don't know about this list. James this is a little Harden, bit suspect. Maxey, huh. Tobias Harris getting touches. Danny yeah. Green needs to get in where he fits in. But I don't know. Yates is brutal. He went after well, he's uh, a Philly fan. Aaron know, Gordon, who is you know, well, he's not wrong there. But I, really, yeah. they made the Aaron, playoffs. Aaron Gordon got paid a lot of money to do poo poo. Okay, if you want to compare, money he's not salary. doing anything. Did you watch the game last night? I didn't even know he was no, on the court. No, that's the late game. But yeah. anyway, yeah, that's the in late other words, game. In other words, Aaron Gordon should be on the all. Ski bass team. Ooh. Oh yeah, him, Chandler Parsons, but you know. I thought, I thought Aaron Gordon was all right this year, from what I saw. I don't know what's he averaging this year. I don't even know, but it's not going to be terrible. I'll bet you it's not terrible. Let me look it up. I'm going to say know, I know what he didn't do last night, and that's to score 15 points. I know yeah, that. 15 is a normal. Let me score. guess, Yates, you lost another parlay. What's well, that? <laughs> you are what is what's wrong his with average? You? I bet his average is 15 points. All right, hold on. I'm I would find, and like out right seven boards. Aaron Gordon 12. averaged 15 points. Uh-huh. How many boards? Six boards. So I said 15. 15 and 6. 15 and 6, though. But For the, how much, Jay? I'm going to tell you right now. You know I'm looking up. You know I go right to the – what you get paid. 15 and 6, athletic is good. He got paid a four-year, $92 million contract. That's a lot of money. Good for him. And six. <laughs> Good for him. I hate not his money. That's like that's like the Solomon Hill five and five for like oh three hundred million. Remember that? <laughs> I really think. I really think. Gates, word up, and we we're going to see it during the two uh, two two v two tournament that we're going to have here. But I really think I can give you some corner threes. I think I can average ten and five. Well, we can put you in the Nuggets. I think I can average ten and five. I think I can give you ten five. Put you in make the three threes a game. You know, give you some assists in transition. It's got to be a what? decent passer. Yeah, it's why you so hard on Julius get that Randle, million. man. Nah, see, I like Julius Randle from his days with, when so he was smart. in L.A., but, like, if you're the guy and you got the, the, the Knicks to the, the promised land, so to speak, last year, and then this year you kind of regress, that doesn't fly in most cities, and it's certainly not going to fly in New York. 
No, no he just he just improve he thing. didn't regress. He just went back to who he was. Nah, he won most improved yeah, player most last improved year. Last so year. now, yeah, so he's going back to where he was. That's amazing. Yeah. Went back so, to you know what? You know what? Yates before he was most improved. Yeah, Yates convinced me, man. He won most improved. So if he goes from where he was to where he was last year and most improved, then to go back to where you were, I guess that's the least improved. Least Yates. improvement, man. Like, <laughs> you can at least stay stagnant. He kind of went down. Yates, here, here, here's the most important question I'm going to ask you today. Who's your greatest of all time? My personal greatest of all time. Your personal greatest of all time. I want to know from a Philly fan. With a bias, like my bias. Yes, you, you it's be Kobe for me. I it's mean, Kobe. That's just you know. Did you hear this, Max? It's my it's my era. I know Max wants me to say Mike, and I had no problem saying Mike, but I saw. Kobe. Yeah, you lived. Kobe you lived Bean Bryant. Well, like to give people an idea who didn't live through Jordan, imagine Kobe, the impression he left on you. Because listen, listen to Yates, and Kobe was as close as you could come to Jordan, basically a carbon copy. Now be a little bit more impressed. That was Jordan. <laughs> Having lived through both of them, I can tell you. Little bit better defensively. I just, I just think that little Kobe more was more efficient. skilled than Jordan. Because he came after Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every every generation's gonna take what Why came not just enjoy them all? Just enjoy them all. Because the whole point of uh, sports is to create high. Yes, enjoy them all. Because we debate. Watch this, key, watch this key. Max. Is uh Kobe a better shooter or scorer than Mike? Is he a better shooter? Uh-oh. No. Is he a better scorer? No, I will say yeah, this. I don't know. If, I don't oh. know about that. He wasn't the better shooter stuff. Now. I, I will say ju- this. I'm gonna have to jump in on that one now, Max. Uh, I, I mean, Jordan, Jordan was not the best of shooters. He won the worst either. And by the way, he was a more efficient yeah, Kobe, scorer. Than Kobe, Kobe was. Kobe was. Kobe on, never man. shot forty percent from three, and Jordan did that in an era before they were doing it. Really. Oh, towards the back end of his career. And no, actually, they brought the line in. They brought the line in. Sample size is smaller. Much smarter because he did not take like Kobe, that. I would say, has an argument for greatest bad shot maker ever. He could take a shot where you're like, what are you? And it would go in. He's in so there. It's not a bad shot. Oh, well, yeah. It's not a, I mean, right, right. No, there was no <laughs> bad shot for Kobe, Max, really. Max, what's a bad shot for me? You don't it's different go in. than a bad shot for you. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bad shot for me is a good shot. But what I'm saying is Kobe could do that. Jordan took probably fewer bad shots and as a result converted more of them. See what I mean? See, I just derailed the conversation. Yates, also, a better that? defensive Anything player. Anything you say also about Mike, he's going to extra cheese. I know people would love to think that. If you lived through Jordan, no one's perfect. I lived through Jordan. Everyone else. I lived through Jordan. You were a I shared Jordan's locker. We're back in matter of Tell him, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.